News and interviews from across the world and right here in the central Susquehanna Valley. This is WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Rob Setter, never better, our fabulous producer. We appreciate all his help and hard work, even pushing the buttons that I don't know how to push. So he takes good care of this. So we are very grateful for that. Uh, on the news line right now is Sue Allman, Executive Director of the Union Snyder Community Action Agency. And we're going to be talking about something they do occasionally, which is a community needs assessment. And then, of course, the springboard from that is after some of these uh, critical needs are identified, uh, a lot of coalition and uh, work happens to make sure that these uh, needs are met. Uh, good morning, Sue. Thanks for calling in today. Good morning. Hi, Mark. How are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. I really appreciate the enthusiasm you bring to that job and what you're doing. And this, uh, I guess, thinking big, making sure that uh, we're really looking empirically at what uh, agencies and individuals and helpers and United Ways and human service providers can do to help in our community. So thank you for that uh, work. Uh, the community needs assessment really began in the middle of the pandemic last year. Tell us about this community needs assessment. You're right, Mark, it did. It started in the middle of the pandemic. Um, we do the community needs assessment every three years, and our agency, Union Snyder Community Action Agency, is very focused on reducing poverty in Union and Snyder counties, and we do that through self-sufficiency initiatives for families and individuals, like you said, in collaboration with our community partners, like the United Ways and the Transitions and Agency on Aging and Summit, the list goes on and on. Um, so we, we take the opportunity every three years, as does every community action agency across the nation, to do a process to identify the emerging themes that are affecting people who have low income, whether they have low income due to a situation that has happened or whether it's what we call generational poverty, where it you know sort of passed down generation to generation. And we really look at what the themes are, what are the issues in the community that need to be addressed that are affecting people who have low income. So this was a challenging year to conduct the assessment. Um, I think uh, you know, everything has been affected by the pandemic, but accessing the data that we need to make informed decisions about this was particularly challenging this year. So we had to get a little creative. <laughs> Right, you're probably doing assessments and interviews on Zoom, and uh, you should probably do exactly. some sort kind of group uh, studies. Does this really just focus on poverty, or do you end up with a wide range of other uh, sort of unmet needs identified? We, it does. Yeah, that's a really good point. It does um, kind of create a broader range of issues affecting everybody in the community, but our focus, because of our mission, is very focused on what are the um, issues affecting people who have low income. And so we had three phases of the, the research. So the first was asset mapping. And I want to just pause for a second and say all of this information can be found on our website, and we'll make sure we share that information about the website address. Um, we do a really good job of putting the facts out there on our website. And the asset mapping was used to identify what are the available resources for people. And there's a tab on our website where people can actually go and click on the asset map and see where, like, so for example, um, I need access to a food pantry, having a hard time 
don't have enough food in the house, where can I go if I live in a particular area of Union Snyder County? And you can click on the map and it will show you where to go. It's mobile friendly. Um, of course, for people who don't have access to the internet, they can of course call us and we can help, but that's a new, new tool that we have. So we did some asset mapping to identify what are the resources, which also helped inform us to where there are gaps in resources for folks. And then we did our survey, which we, we always do, we had to get a little creative about how to make sure that we had a broad reach and really get um, feedback from people who are living in poverty. So we uh, were creative with setting up a QR code and putting flyers in places where we uh, could broadly reach people. We um, had, This time we assembled a task force, and we had a really excellent task force who helped us identify um, where we could share surveys. So we had folks like the CEO of Summit and folks in the probation department and folks who work in community agencies, who folks who work at universities who may have a reach um, to try to get to the people who could give us informed data using the survey that we set up. So we had a mobile-friendly survey, and we also had paper copies in places for people. Right. And then the last phase was, like you said, Mark, we did some Zoom interviews. We actually set up interviews with people who were specifically impacted and did one-on-one -on -one, um, focus groups and key person interviews. So we, we worked very hard to try to get to as many people as possible despite the pandemic. Is poverty the most misunderstood thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it really depends on who you ask. I, I love your questions. It's a really good question. Um, a lot of people have opinions about what does poverty mean, and I'm getting more educated the longer I've been in this position. It's where I'm working on five years now, and Mark, every day I learn something new about what what poverty means, and this year in particular has highlighted um, it really, I will say just that anybody can fall into what is considered to be poverty level for a number of different reasons. So, yeah, I personally would say it is misunderstood, but a lot of people have different opinions about that. And that's fair. You know, that, that's a good thing. Everybody has their own perspective. And what I, one thing that I've learned is it's really important for me and our staff, our whole team, to be open to other people's perspectives and opinions, but just be there very solidly to present the facts and to help people understand their own situation, what resources are available, not just from us, but through all of our community partners, because we don't do it all. We just partner really effectively with a lot of other folks. Understand what the resources are and get a plan. And I always say, I know you've heard me say this before, I always say this, that we just are there to be, pi be, pi be, be by people's side, to put a plan together, to get where they want to go. Sometimes all you really need is a listening ear and help navigating the resources. Right. Uh, yeah, information is very, very powerful for everybody in our society. Mm -hmm. uh, some of your findings include uh, access to health care can be more limited. Children's success in school can be, uh, can be more difficult to happen. Tell us about some of the findings of the needs assessment. Mm -hmm. Yes, you know, it's interesting to see the shift, and we did have a, uh, a section, an important section of the uh, survey this time that was pandemic-focused, so it was COVID-19 affected. So we did poll data specifically addressing that. 
Uh, separately, our broader community needs assessment always has like very specific things that we're trying to get information on. But this time we did something a little bit different. We did not rank the actual um, results we laid them all out as themes. Now, after the fact, if we're looking at addressing these things, then we'll start to do ranking in terms of what we're gonna be working on and what we need to prioritize. Um, but interestingly, the last time we did this assessment in 2017, substance use and addiction came out as a very, very high uh, marker. So a lot of people reported that. And it didn't show up as, as prevalent in terms of the number of respondents that um, shared about that. However, it's still on the list, not to say that it went away. It's just that other things were so at the forefront of people's, what's affecting people. So you, you pointed out healthcare and health insurance and healthcare costs. That is obviously an issue that people are focused on. It really came out and it kind of makes sense when you think about the times that we're in with the pandemic. Well, and I think there's sort of real costs or impact to everybody. Of course, if you're, mm -hmm. uh, pe people often don't realize how stressful it is to be poor. And, um, you know, I, I can say that I've seen it firsthand anyway. But um, we may not think about, okay, well, what if you have a cycle of poverty? Uh, a poor health care and insurance, well, the, you, the society continues to pay year after year, or if school success is limited in a family year after year, well, uh, our society and plus that individual, these cycles are kind of self-perpetuating and, and really ultra-expensive to everybody. Absolutely. I think that's such an important part of what community action is here for. We are expected to address issues on a systemic level, not just a surface level. And boy, Mark, we could talk about this all day long, but I, I do want to say what we're seeing right now in the community is that a lot of people are really needing assistance in navigating what resources are there, like I said. So there are health care and health insurance opportunities for people who, ha who are income eligible. So we talk about income eligibility a lot. We do have to make determinations about who's eligible thing for things and who aren't because we are here to help people who are living in poverty. Um, housing and potential homelessness is a major issue right now. I know you've heard that a lot through the whole pandemic. And right now there are a lot of resources coming online for people. There's what's known as the ERAP program. And Again, all of this information can be found on our website at union-snydercaa.org. Um, but we are working with the county to help implement the ERAP program, and it's going to be rental and utility relief. So that's going to help people, it's going to help renters, it's going to help landlords, it's going to help make sure we get through this bubble of time when many people haven't been able to pay their landlords. This program has been, um, you know, pushed down by the federal government through the state government, and it comes to the counties, and we help administer that for Union and Snyder County. So anybody who's had trouble paying their rent should look at the eligibility requirements on our website, and the best way um, to find out about that is to look on our website, go to the housing page, and we have a number of different resources. So, Mark, I'm going to stay on this topic for a minute just because it's so important to people right now. It's really one of the things that's coming up right now as we're talking. Um, some folks who are mortgage holders have challenges. It's not just renters. And we also have housing assistance now that's coming online for parts of the community. Um, in Union County, 
uh, excluding Lewisburg Borough, Kelly Township, Penn Township, Sealands Grove Borough, all have mortgage relief programs. So there, there are a number of different programs that people can access if they're struggling. And now is the time to look for help. You know, some people, I know for myself, like there have been times in my life where I struggled. When I was in college, I had a period of time where I struggled. Now, I'm one of the fortunate ones that had a safety net with my family. Some people don't. And it's a time when people should dig deep and not be too proud to ask for help. And we try to make it easy. We try to make it as self-service possible for people to say, hey, maybe this is a time when, when I need to you know, look for a little bit of help and go to the Community Action Agency website and see if I'm eligible for some of these programs. All right, and for everyone else, might be a time to help. This uh, uh, for everybody yeah. who's uh, not experiencing some of the issues we're talking about. Think of this as a call to action or an opportunity to assist. And we know people around here are so interested in assisting and generosity. Well, we have to leave it at that. And as you have so mm-hmm. aptly described, we are really just scratching the surface. Let's meet yeah. again from time to time in this manner, and we can hopefully soon we'll get folks here in person. We can do either the ten or the twenty-minute interviews and dig farther into this as more of the work to work on some of these solutions uh, takes place and more information gets out there. Sue, thank you so much for this information, and we surely will talk again. Thanks, Mark. That is Sue Allman, Executive Director of the Union Snyder Community Action Agency. Mentioned the website a couple times. That's a go-to place if you want to read the needs assessment, union-snydercaa.org. It's the Union Snyder Community Action Agency, union-snydercaa.org.